Hello, hello, and welcome. What up, what up? This is Post Hump Day Podcast. I'm Tommy DeSalt. I'm Kellen King. And we're glad you're here uh, for another week. It's, uh, I tell you what, it yeah. is, uh, we talked about, you know, uh, last episode, it's wedding season. Yes, sir. Um, it's, it's in full, when, full swing now. Is what, people say it's wedding season, but they say that all year round. So it's just wedding season, just whatever. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Cause everyone's like, anytime there's a wedding, there's like, oh, it's wedding season. <laughs> it's like, okay, well it's, uh, like, I think people just don't know how to comment on it sometimes. Yeah. It's like, how about this weather? Uh, it's wedding season, baby. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, you guys went to a wedding black tie affair. Yeah, uh, last night. Yeah, um, yeah, it was it was a nice wedding. Um, yeah, we got some uh, bees over there. A little bit. <laughs> she's not at her top. She's not at her best. She's she's at a forty seven percent. She's now. giving hungover. <laughs> yeah, she's laying down on. She a, normally uh, has ottoman. her little production chair. Yeah, that she'll sit in. Um, and today. She, she basically is on a bed. Yeah, she's bedridden. Mm-hmm. Um, but she came into work today. Yeah, on a sick day, she came in. We appreciate that. Yeah, um, you know, we we love a working woman. Um, the dedication. Yeah, but you guys went. Who? It was one of her friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was actually her her godbrother's um, family's um, so their youngest extra. son. Yeah. yeah, he uh he got married and. So I tell you what that that dynamic it's it's always fun for me because I I told her before we went I was like I just treat it like a game she's like what are you what are you talking about I was like no anytime I go to an event or anything like that I just treat it like there's levels I'm like all right I gotta <laughs> meet at least two new people I gotta have one at least fifteen minute conversation around there yeah and I gotta f- do one active like service like. Do you level up and shit like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Cool. That's cool. There's like a shopkeeper. Well, I mean, in your case, bars off limits, but you know, that's kind of that would be my that would be my item shop if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you go over there, you stock up, and then you go back out into the, you know, the per, the world it, to be said. So yeah. Well, and so, what level did you get to last night? Um, I I did you beat the game? I didn't beat the game because uh, we 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 didn't stay for the sparklers. So Ooh, the yeah. finale <laughs> yeah. uh, level the ending credits. Yeah, we, all, all the names. Thanks for this person. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Yeah, um, but I mean, overall, it was a solid experience. Um, I Ooh. did get the fifteen minute conversation, and I know that's a shocker. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what my favorite thing to do with those sparklers are? I. Uh, you I do it, things. Well, kind of. Uh, I do it, and I we can. I send you a video, and maybe you can, you know, put it. Somewhere. Is that what that scar is? Like? That's a mole, oh, dog. Okay, okay. <laughs> and we'll talk. If you want to talk about that, uh, <laughs> Mother's Day was a couple weeks ago. My mom and my grandma, we all have the same mole. Aww. So every time I see it, I think of my mom. Oh, shout out, moms. Um, okay, back to the sparkler. So uh, I always act like I'm on the Disney Channel. And I do the, like, this is Kellen King from That's So Raven, and you're watching the Disney Channel. And I'll do the little, you know, and it, it kills every time. So that's a Hell next yeah. time, you know, an achievement. Yeah. When you get to the end, that's what you could do. I yeah. have a, a video somewhere of me doing it at some point, at one point, so you can do it. Perfect. Yeah, no, the, the screen went black, and right before the credits, um, we ended up leaving. So, um, 
Yeah, it was it was fun. They're gonna make um, a sequel or what? Yeah, to the game. Yeah, well, I've got another one this weekend. There you go. So oh, another. So another it is wedding, wedding season, yeah, baby. Yeah. And then I found out yesterday that I also have one in July. Damn. Um, they're just rolling around. Um, but yeah, I tell you the um the after party looked a whole lot like like uh about an hour 15 of karaoke at the house that's fun though um, i like i'm a big karaoke guy uh did you sing it all uh, no, 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 no. this was just b this was oh, B's, okay. uh after wedding concert all right so it was more like she a, gave to me it was a nice gift yeah it was more uh, of a performance than yeah. it was karaoke <laughs> that's no, it really was i mean dude she gets full choreography i mean it's full scale gotcha that's why uh, she's probably laying down right now. <laughs> she just gave out basically her whole Eras tour last night for free. Yeah. No, so. I mean, you know, after 30, like, you're like, all right, I know it. I'm just going to reel it in. Like, yeah. It's, it's that time. Um, and B still, she's, she's getting there. Yeah. But, like, I was trying to tell her, I was like, hey, you know, you, you might want to go to bed. Like, you know, we got to get up in the morning. She's um, like, what? And she's like, you know, like the podcast. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, exactly. Um, and she was like, well, me and Fincher will stay up. Like, Hell yeah, the you young go-hards. So the then, I, then you know what that did to me. I'm like, oh, you think I can't hang? Oh, and so, so I'm going to stay up. Yeah. And then we're all tired today. So. Yeah. We're, we're just dragging ass today. It's fine. It's all right. It's good. It's good. But uh, yeah, tell me about, uh, dude, I know you've had some events going on. Yeah. It's the end of the year or for the school year, the physical, physical end of the year for school. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, which that doesn't make sense, but you get what I'm getting at. Um, and so all those little, you know, award ceremonies, field day, all that kind of stuff's happening. Oh yeah. So we went to, um, we went to the bass hall the other night. Uh, Lulu's daughter had a uh, like uh, performance, a choir performance, right? It was like for the whole ISD of their at the bass hall. Yeah, that's incredible, dude. They killed it too. Uh, well, okay, so it was like every single middle school and high school uh, in that ISD or whatever. Uh, and so we we're, we stay over like in the Eagle Mountain area, so it's like Eagle Mountain ISD. Okay. And um, first of all, when we're getting in, you know. Because people are crazy, they had to use the metal detector wand and all that kind of stuff. So it's me, Lulu, and her son are walking through, and uh, he's going first. Alex is going first, and uh, but I I have you know the tickets, and I'm you know also an adult. So they're like, oh well, let's get dad first. And you know, first of all, like not his dad, but I was like, oh that's sweet, that makes me feel good, you know. And then he goes, and then uh, Lulu's about to go, and they're like, okay. And now let's get sister. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the hell? Like this, they think that this is Alex's sister and uh, not my either girlfriend or like significant <laughs> other or partner. Damn. Wow. She does look like, you know, she she does have the she's young, she's she's older than I she am. She looks, yeah. But she does like she's very uh she looks good for her age. Yeah. I guess is what you could yeah, say. Absolutely. But that still like kind of creeped me out a little bit. <laughs> and but anyway, so it was really good. They um they they were the best out of the whole performance. And there was like high school kids. They had like uh full theaters come out and perform like a song from their musicals and stuff. But uh they sang Ice Ice Baby and they had a kid come out and you know, all the kids are rocking like those mullets right now, you know? Yeah. So it was one of those kids like with the gold necklaces and like you know the he 
you know, kind of was like almost too cool for choir, but yeah. he sang uh, Ice Ice Baby. Uh, Morgan Wallen. Basically, uh, too yeah. Too cool for uh, Knoxville. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I get it. And so he went out there and sang, and uh, dude, I mean, I'm not kidding you, like the whole place caught on fire. He was- That rocks. That, and they sang- uh, they sang some country songs. They sang a lot of they. They try to make it all like from Texas, and I guess I did, didn't know that Vanilla Ice was from Texas. Yeah, maybe I forgot. actually had a teacher that taught him. Really? Yeah. See, I forgot. I I keep forgetting that he's from. But who cares? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but then they like uh, they sang Blinding Lights, what? and I was like, I thought the weekend was from Toronto, and she's like, No, we did the uh, Pentatonix version. They're <sighs> from Texas. Yeah, so. loophole, baby. Yeah. So, <laughs> but they were really, really good. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not kidding. Like, everybody else was getting like, you know, the little, okay, yeah, good job, great. But when they went on, like, every song, because they have these, uh, yeah, I mean, and people were, yeah, just celebrating, <laughs> celebrating middle school choir. Uh, it was, like, they took it to another level, and I'm, like, it was pr really awesome. I was, like, really proud of her. Um, and they have these, like, dancers that they call the showstoppers, and so everybody else is doing like other choirs or doing like hand things in their in their songs or like swaying back and forth and that's their choreography. But um they had like actual dancers. So you you get what I'm saying? Like okay. it, it just like brought yeah. it up to that next level. It was yeah, absolutely. <laughs> A whole nother element when, yeah. when you get that involved. So that was really fun. And then um that was just like on some random weekday. Uh and then uh we had field day, baby. Do you remember field day? Oh my gosh, that was, I mean, all year long, that's, yeah. a, that's a child's dream. Yeah, and uh, it's a little bit different from when I was in field day. Field day for me, it was a little bit more independent, like they would have, like let's say, he's in second grade, so it'd be like second grade, and it would be class versus class, which is what theirs was, but it'd also be like independent, it'd be like, hey, who could throw the this softball the farthest? Right. Did you guys have those or? Yeah, it was a mixture. Some was independent. Some was yeah. by your your class, your grade, yeah. uh, within your grade. Yeah. Um, and then they'd always put you. They'd pin you against the, your older kids. Sometimes, uh, yeah. Sometimes on certain events. But yeah, I want to say things like where you'd be like partnered up. Like yeah. you know, there was the egg, race. the egg toss. Yep. Or that, or the egg the, walk, or whatever, with the spoon. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the, the three-legged. <gasps> the uh, I'm dying today. It's okay. Is it the three-legged yeah. uh, race? <clears throat> and then, the, like, the potato sack. Like, they didn't have any of those. <clears throat> but they had, um, they had like, tug-of-war, and they had that last year. So... Tug of War, um, yeah, dude. When you let's dedicate a few minutes to that, yeah, alone because so, I mean, <laughs> it goes so many different ways depending on what school you're at. Yeah, who dude, the parents were getting so into it. It was awesome. Uh, I was getting into it. I actually have a video of it. Um, okay, I think I have the moment they won the. They, so they play. They have four second grade teams. Okay. Yeah. Um, Obviously, so, like we can't play that clip on here because it's you know. Well, you can watch it and just hear it. Yeah, mean, I just, I just want to hear it. Yeah, so I think. Let's go, buddy! Keep pulling! <laughs> there's your boy. There is, there's Alex. Okay. Keep Look it at. Up, keep it up! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> He's going to start hitting the Christi Cristiano Ronaldo right here. Oh, <laughs> his teacher's in the light, you see him? <laughs> Yeah, dude, I, that kid rocks, man. Yeah, he's cool. Uh, I love him. I tell you what, um, that 
feeling. Yeah. When your team wins tug of war. Yeah. You can't take that away from a kid. No, that's in, that's like, hey, we won tug of war. We yeah, it's like and first of all, he gets to go back to school on uh, Monday, right? And uh, just hold it over over the class's face. <laughs> just say, "What the fuck are you? Ta- are you trying to talk to me right now at yeah. recess? Like, dude, we beat you your ass weak in tug of war. Yeah, go back to your fucking weak ass <laughs> teacher, you bitch. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> the level that you get to talk for the rest of the year, which is only like another week of school. But uh, yeah, okay. So let's go back one year. Okay, fast rewind to uh, he was when he was in first grade. Okay. okay. He lost his shoe during tug of war. Okay. Oh my gosh, I remember this. Yeah, he lost his shoe, and I didn't know what to do. Uh, I knew I had to do something for whatever reason. Like, uh, I, I could see it happening. And by the way, we were—he was his. We sorry, I sound like a fucking OU fan here. <laughs> he was winning. Uh, <laughs> shots fired. He was winning. Like their 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 class was winning, and as soon as he lost his shoe, like all hell broke loose. And so, like, Lulu's looking around, like, what do we do? What should I do? And I'm like, I, I need to go put his shoe back on or do something, right? And uh, I fucked up. I went in there, ran over to the tug of war and tried to put his shoe on, and I think that kind of made it worse, honestly. I should have just been like, hey, just, you know. Let him get down in that nitty-gritty, boy. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, when that happened, uh, he, like, it just didn't work out. And they lost. And mm-hmm. they lost in the uh, whatever, in the finals or whatever. This year, they had this boy, this big old boy. Uh, he was back in the back, the anchor. Remember what you're... Sound like a damn man. Yeah, he did. Uh, well, last year, that's the funny thing is, last year when we were at field day, there was this boy that, uh, you know, he was bigger, you know, uh, wearing probably like the same size shirt I wear. You know what I mean? Okay. And uh, he was... They were inside... They had a bunch of those inflatables. They're like, you know, jumping around in the moon bounce, doing the obstacle courses, and just music's playing in the background, right? Well, he's like over in the corner, and I might have a video of it, but uh, probably don't because I don't like filming other kids, like (laughs) kids. Yeah. But uh, he was dancing to shake it off by himself. He was just in the corner, shake it off, shake it off. And he's just this big boy, right? And I thought he was like the funniest kid. Me and Lulu just were like, Thought he was the cutest, funniest kid. Well, fast forward this whole year, Alex has been talking about this boy that we don't know. We've never met him, right? But he's just like they're just like, yeah, uh, my friend Tyson. He's so funny. Like he, like he. I want to show this to Tyson or whatever. Like he's this new friend that came on. It's like in Super Smash Bros. When like you have a new character unlocked. You know what I'm oh, talking about? That is, yeah. Which we'll get into some N64 stuff later on. So that's a little teaser for y'all. Um, Dude, but uh, yeah, we had, um, so I remember one year in tug of war, there was a kid in my grade. His dad was actually the janitor at our school. Yeah. Um, and he was a, he was a big meathead looking guy. Yeah. The and, janitor. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but he was the kind of guy that's like, he's going to hit on your mom when she picks you up from all school. All right. All right. Um, kind of, kind of, you know, creepy. Okay. Um, in a way, but very like. Just Yo. grandiose, macho man gotcha. all the way. And I remember every year, but in particular one year, was just extraordinary. Um, but his dad would, because he was the janitor, so yeah. he'd already be there. He'd show up. He'd show up for field day. And when it came time for tug of war, 
I mean, that man was screaming in little boys' faces. And That's, it, yeah. it, dude, it was it's kind of amazing, really. Yeah, you could um, kind of hear me on that. I wasn't yeah, like probably like that. Um, I tell you what, it's like he knew how to get us fired up, which yeah. I could appreciate. Um did you and you knew him too? That's the thing. It wasn't just some. I mean, yeah. you saw him around yeah. campus. It wasn't just like some <laughs> random dad. You're like, who is this guy? You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like, I'm trying to get it, get get that credit in. Um, yeah. But looking back now, all these years later, I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah. dude, I'm gonna tell you this right now. When you ever have a uh, a child and they're at tug of war, uh, all bets are off. How you're gonna act? Yeah, I'm just gonna tell you that. Uh, <laughs> I told you a couple of weeks ago, and I want to get back to the tug of war story here in a second. Um, but I told you a couple of weeks ago, like my dad growing up, uh, when we would play soccer, he would kind of sit over by himself. Uh, I don't think my mom would let him sit by her in in a sense. And he would just like scream <laughs> and, you know, he's just like loud. And I was like, I'm never, when I, when I'm an adult, I'm never going to act like this at my kids games. Yeah. Well, I told you, like, yeah, it, fast it, it forward, happened. I was like, I gotta fucking, I gotta tell Alex, like, he's gotta, he's gotta come up for the ball when he's on defense. So I'm like sitting over there behind the goal, like talking to him. I'm like, what am I doing? What the, <laughs> like, it's happening again. I'm, uh, you know, I'm repeating that cycle. You got to break the cycle, people. Uh, but dude, but maybe I, not. I mean, I mean, when it's encouraging and supportive yeah. and it's helpful yeah that looks a lot different than just yeah, tearing a kid down in front right. of the and whole he, my dad never tore me down exactly it was just embarrassing you know what i mean like anytime uh parents are embarrassing to begin with right yeah like to it's at a certain grade or certain level and uh he's not there just yet but uh it's still like you know I think when I was probably around fifth, sixth grade, you know, when those pubes were like getting, <laughs> getting developed. Um, yeah. That's when it starts getting embarrassing. But anyway, tug of war. So fast forward uh, this year, I told you about the kid last year that we were like j- dancing to shake it off. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's like Alex's best friend now. Okay. And, yeah. So and, they got yeah, they got and, a whole Yeah, and it's so funny. Like they were they were they were just like cute, like playing around together and like, you know, uh Alex is like super skinny. He's kind of like uh he's he's younger for his age. He's he's got like a summer birthday, so uh and this kid's like, you know, just a tower over him. <laughs> but they put him in the back and he they just had him like basically on the and the on the noose in in a sense, you yeah, know, just start yeah, kind yeah. of running backwards. <laughs> there you go. He's- and uh he, he's the anchor. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly what he is. And he was, uh, I think he, he brought us to to that championship. That dub was in part due to uh, the anchor. I mean, Alex looked like he was uh, he was pulling pretty good He there, was pulling, so. but then you could kind of see, you know, he didn't really need to. He lost a little, yeah. <laughs> he didn't really need he to. He lost a little right. focus when he saw the, the victory yeah. inches away. Yeah, imminent victory. <laughs> uh, talking about field day. I know for a while, did you... Uh, B, are you too hungover to remember Field Day right now, or do you want to? No, I think I just caught my second win. And, like I'm fine. There it is. Oh, She's back. I, I didn't know what that that. I think that hacking we heard in the background yeah. was a little uh, a little rally. <laughs> Y'all heard me throwing up. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> we got it. I think the sound gate for the the mic might have like not t- pulled it up. Yeah. I think we heard it. We heard it. Um, <laughs> we were talking about, so you like the undertaker, you know, that meme where she, the undertaker is always like pulling up out of the coffin. Yeah. That's her right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, we were talking about field day. Did you have a class like that? You, how did you guys used to run field day? Not when you were a student, but like, 
you know, a couple years ago you were a teacher. Did you have to do a field day? Yeah. Um, they just basically, it's by grade level because yeah. our classes are, some of our classes only have nine kids. Really? Nine to it's a kids. It's a kind of a... It's a uh, private school. Special like, learning. Gotcha. Of, yeah. I forgot So about they that. would just rotate by grade level. Gotcha. And like a lot of the parents would like volunteer. And then a lot of the games where there's like opponents, there's so many ta- parent volunteers that you're like competing against your parents. Really? Kids like it. Really? I, I don't think they're going to find that janitor screaming in yeah. their faces. Did I tell you <laughs> like in the last game? I think I, I, if I've already said this, then you can cut me off. But did I tell you like... So, you know, Alex's soccer games or whatever, uh, they had a teach or a parent versus kid game. No, I don't really? remember that. Yeah, like uh, I was, he did not want me to play. Like, because we play against each other all the time. And like, I really. I'm, I wouldn't either. Yeah. I mean, and I. Uh, you've uh, torn both Achilles in beer drinking kickball leagues. No, 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 no. He didn't want me to play because when we play against each other, I don't really hold back on him. Like, I want him to get better. I know? know. I got you. Yeah. I want him to get better. And so, like, uh, if he's trying to score a goal, I'll take the ball from him. And he gets really – Damn you know, right. He, he gets kind of upset and stuff like that. But every once in a while, you know, I'll let him, you know, I get, I'll get, let him get that taste of a goal or whatever. We but, throw participation trophies out. Yeah. Um, I just want him to get better. And he's gotten a lot better since when we started this, uh, this league until now. But – Anyway, they had a game, or like Lulu texted me and she, or she got a text and she was like, "Hey, I think they're gonna have the parents play the kids or whatever." And uh, hold on, what were you doing when you got this text? Uh, well, I was at the house, but when I heard it, I was like, "Oh fuck, I'm about to, I'm about to score a hat trick. I'm about to go off." <laughs> I knew it. And uh, and when I told Alex, uh, he was like, "Don't play, please." We like, I was like, "All right, I won't play. I won't do it." Like, I mean. I only play if they need me to play. Like, you know, I don't, uh, cause he was just like every single time I'd see him, he'd be like, I don't want you to play. You're going to beat us. You're too good. And I'm like, okay, fine. Uh, and then, so I wasn't going to, but then they needed somebody. You and had, I, I kind of looked, to. I kind of looked over at him. He's like, yeah, go, you can play. He's like, go for it. So I did. And dude, when I tell you, I was just going off on these kids. <laughs> I wasn't trying to at first. I was like, uh, I'm just going to play like as well as the other parents play. <laughs> and that's what I did. I played like, you know, just kind of, I played defense or whatever. But uh, the, they were given, a, the parents were given it their all, but it was not any, they were terrible. They, they probably didn't used to play for the Texans. No, is what no, I'm guessing. no. Or Fort Worth Football Club, maybe shout out. Yeah. FWFC. Um, yes, sir. Um, but no, they were like, there's this one mom that was super into it, and she just like, y- you could see the wheels were turning, but the feet weren't keeping up with the their, body couldn't keep up, couldn't keep up. But yeah. she was like really getting into it. So I needed to start things off. We were like, you know, ten minutes <laughs> into this game and nobody had scored yet. So I was just like, all right. So I just went in there and just scored a goal real quick. Hell yeah, that's how we and, do it. Yeah, and then you know I could see. He was like impressed. He was like, "That you're the go, you're the go." Oh yeah. Then he was like, "Yeah." Um, then he was super proud. I bet. Yeah. So then I like. Then I went ahead and just scored two more. Dude, um, your description there just like kind of sparked something for me. But, yeah. Because um, I have a nephew who's four. Mm-hmm. Um. So quite a bit younger than the age bracket we're talking about currently, but. 
Yeah. Um, he's just now getting into really like going and playing outside, kicking the ball around, yeah. like really being super active with sports. Um, cause it's like the first time he really has the coordination to, yeah. And he's starting <laughs> and to figure things out. Yeah. The other day, like I was babysitting and we went out and we were kicking the ball around uh-huh. and bro, he would not stop playing. And it was the first like hot day of the, of the year. Yeah. And his face was just beat <laughs> red and he wouldn't, wouldn't stop. Were you babysitting? Um, yeah. You gotta go sunscreen. So I told him, I was like, Hey. We got to get some sunscreen on you, bud. Yeah. And he was like, no. And I'm like, no, really. Like, your mom. Sunscreen. I think it's like a texture thing. Yeah. Your mom and dad are going to be pissed. Yeah, at me. So um, I ended up picking him up, bringing him inside, and holding him up in front of a mirror. And I was like, look at your (laughs) face. And he just was ear to ear grinning. And his face was so red. That's sweet. And my brother was on like a call. He was. At the house working from home upstairs doing business and he runs up the stairs and he's like dad dad look at my face. oh god <laughs> so just shy of him uh, getting to the door he ended up coming back down and um by the time my brother got there you know his face had kind of gotten back to normal but he just thought it was the coolest thing in the world but i was like man i miss like i dude i don't have the energy these days like these kids do i'm like i need to pick that up because we're like i can't let a kid out out hustle me just because he has more energy dude i'll tell you this this is funny Uh, i'm not gonna say any names but uh i have a friend uh we were talking so you know i'm kind of in that stepdad role right uh and growing up i had a really good friend that uh he had a, like a stepdad, you know, to a right. sense that was, uh, and we would, I would always hang out over at their house and, uh, whatever reason, you know, it, it didn't really work out between, uh, the mom and him, but, sure. uh, I was like, I was asking him like kind of for advice a little bit and I was like, Hey, so like, you know, he was, tell me about that, your relationship with him or whatever. And he was like, dude, he would not stop. Like he had so much energy. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, come to find out later, it was because he was like addicted to Coke. But he was like, I'm like, yeah, which that's probably why it didn't work out. Or that's why it didn't work out. But it was like, they would go to, he would be like, I'd go to Six Flags with him. He'd take me to Six Flags and I'd be like ready to go home. And he's like, no, we got to ride. We like got this ride to ride. We got to go over here. Yeah. And he was like, he had way more energy than me. And so like, I'm not going to go that path. I'm not going to try to do the, you know. But you might snort a little Adderall. Yeah, or something, because <laughs> I need to get my energy up. I remember having so much fun with that, that like stepdad. I'm like, damn, I need to figure out a way to get, because I, I, I'm i just so tired after work. You it, know? it does make a difference. It yeah. does. Um, I tell you what, let's let's take a break. Yeah. Uh, so we can maintain this energy. Sure. And then when we come back, we got some N64 to talk about, oh, baby. baby. You ready? Let's do it. Kellen. Yes. This is 40. This is 40. Episode 40. Um, Great movie. By the way. Oh, yeah. No, there's a lot of great incorporations of uh, being 40. Yeah. We're not there, but, I mean, episode-wise, this is 40. Yeah. Uh, pretty, we're pretty excited about that. We've talked about it in the past. Like, um, if you get to a certain number, 
uh, podcast wise, like just a lot of things, just keep being consistent. We just kind of found out like, Hey, if we get, just keep on being consistent, things will kind of fall in place and it has. And so we're excited about it, but 40 is a pretty big, uh, we, I didn't even know we were at 40 until you just said it. So yeah, no, it's uh it's a pretty big deal. Um, and I think you nailed it. Consistency is key. Um, the statistics, I'm probably off, but sure. um, I mean, there is like a large portion of podcasts that start that don't even make it five episodes in. Yeah, or three, I think is what it was. Yeah, and then after that, like the number's like 20, and it just keeps dropping. Yeah. Um, but I tell you what, uh, we've... Speaking we've, of 40, let's go to 64. Yeah, I mean, um, the... Oh, well, to put it this way, when my mom was, uh, you were talking about parents playing soccer. Yeah. My mom played in a, like, 40. Oh, uh, really? What do they call that? Just a Just, 40 league? 40 yeah. plus league? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I get what you mean. Uh, Over 40 while, league? While uh, she was kind of in, in her prime doing that, I was in my prime uh, on the sticks hitting the N64. Yes, sir. Um, and, and it brings me back to that phase of life. And my gosh, I, I, I but, miss it. Yeah. It's probably my favorite system. It's hard to explain. Yeah. Uh, to, to kids these days, um, what that was like. Well, I'll try to paint a picture for you kids. Okay. For you Gen Zers out there. Uh, you didn't really get to fuck around with some blockbuster Hollywood video, but just imagine, okay, you're done with school. It's Friday. And um, your mom says, hey, we're going to go to Blockbuster. Or you keep asking all week, can we go to Blockbuster? Can we go to Blockbuster? If you're good, if you keep on, you know, you get your homework done, if you get, if you clean your room, we'll go to Blockbuster this Friday, okay? So this Friday, she picks you up from school. Hey, are we going to, yeah, you did good this week. We'll go to Blockbuster. You go to Blockbuster. There is just, it's, you know, a little, well, how do you want to explain Blockbuster? Put it this way. It's like, imagine uh, your most uh, favorite place you like going. Yeah. Um, it, it was that. And you show up, and you can't get out of the car fast enough. Nope. Um, and you know the layout of every blockbuster you've ever been to. Yeah. And so you're going to walk in. The checkout, it's going to be right up against that wall you walked into on the right-hand side. You're going to walk straight back. Now, you've got every VHS movie. Yeah. Um, maybe DVDs are coming out at this point. You might be getting some DVDs. Maybe some Blu-rays. Maybe a few. Um, and they're in a special kind of section. Yeah, they're new. Um, and then there's a, a section that I would always run to first. Yep. Um, and that was where the games were at. Yeah, and you didn't even know. When you would go to Blockbuster, it's like it's like searching Netflix now. You don't know what you're looking for. You just know when you find it. It'll find right? you. Yeah. And so, and then there, there might be a game that you have heard about that's come out, that came out, and we're going to name a couple of those here in a second. But what will happen is, is it'll have the picture of the game, like the box art, right? But just because the box art there doesn't mean that the game's going to be there. You got to pick up the box art. And if there's like some little, I don't even know, like kind of like index cards behind it, that means they've got it in stock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you remember that? That was like, You'd pick up a box. It was almost like opening a gift and like hoping something is inside. I mean, not inside, but it's like, it's like random. It's just like a little 
It's almost like you're playing the lottery. Yeah. Because like if all the other kids got there before you, yep, and they didn't have another copy in there, yeah, like that. That was my first taste of defeat. Yeah, truly. Because you would go and you'd be like, "Oh, I really want this game." You'd open, you'd pick it up. Nothing would be behind there. You're like, "Shit!" <laughs> and you go, "Oh shit, yeah, this game. Okay, yeah, I've heard of this game. I, like, it's like your second option." Yeah, mom or dad would no. just say, "Keep looking," you yeah. know. And all of a sudden, something even better. Um, patience uh, can yeah. be learned at, at you know at Blockbuster as a kid. So um, let's go through some of these games real quick. Um, these are some hot commodities for N64. I First of all, before we get into them, I want to say the N64 is probably my favorite system. And I know it's a lot of nostalgia that has to do with it. And a lot of it has to do with, you know, renting these games. A lot of them has to do with, like, playing the video game. And this is one of the first ones that was my first console. I mean, I had, like, you know, the Super Nintendo... We had all the other systems, you know. We had a PlayStation and all yeah. that kind of stuff. But like, I gotta add though, um, is one of the things about in- <gasps> uh, <laughs> okay. Jeez. Yeah, I thought if I did uh, it that way, it wouldn't go on. The yeah, point. no, you're good. Uh, one of the things about N64 is that the simplicity that came with it, you could play just about any game as a kid. Yeah, it wasn't like all these crazy technical things, um, and so I think that added uh, a value to it as a kid. So I've got a list. Um, and this is someone's top 10. Okay. If there's a game that I've left out that you really want to talk about, hey, the floor is yours. Perfect. We'll start here first. And I'm going to start with, um, the, the one that came with the game or came with the N64. Okay. Mario 64. Yeah. I mean, that's a, an absolute staple. It is. Yeah. I mean, it is. So it was one of the first. 3D games that you could ro- walk around with, right? A lot of these other ones were side-scroller games, two-dimensional. A lot of the, you know, the old Super Mario Brother games are two-dimensional where you're just side-scrolling from left to right. This one, you're out in the world. You remember jumping through the paintings? Dude, I mean, it was an experience unlike any other. I can picture, like, some of the sounds, and I want to play them, but I feel like Nintendo would just rip that, you know. Yeah. They're pretty, like, close to the chest about their sounds. But yeah, I was playing around the other day. We were there was a uh, something that happened on like Netflix or something, and Lou was like, "Hey, that sounds like the old like it sounds like one of those Donkey Kong games." And so we were going through like all the soundtracks, yeah, of, like everything to see figure out like where that sound came from. And it was just my memories were just flooding back of like, oh yeah. But yeah, jump into the painting, and then you'd have to uh, it would take you to a new world, and it was all in this castle, Peach's Castle. So like every room had like three paintings. You just jump into it, and you'd be in a new level. Oh, that game was incredible. Uh, me and my brother beat it, and it was you know you have an older brother. Did yeah. you guys play N sixty four together? Had a very similar experience. You did. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we played that thing. We wore it out. Yeah. Um, and it was. I think it might have been the first game that we like played all the way through. Yeah, same here. Um, that's the. First, it had to have been. Yeah, I think it's the first game. Uh, I either. I mean, we played together. He beat it, but I mean, like you know, I definitely played. We switched off. You know, when someone died, you got to switch off. Yep. Um, and I mean, holy shit, that game. Okay, so uh, let's go to this one. I I actually never had this game growing up, which I'm a little bit, um, you know, ashamed to admit. But I uh, had a neighbor that had it. So Super Smash Bros. Oh, that was my jam. Yeah. Um, matter of fact, I used to, I used to put some nickels and dimes on the line uh, playing that Ooh. game. Um, I had a long winning streak. Who was uh, your? Who did you used to play as? 
Well, it, it really, I tell you my favorite part about that was I'd let the other person that wanted to challenge me wow. pick whoever they wanted first. So I got to where, you know. You could counter whoever they picked. I could play with a lot of different people. Um, who was who was your favorite? I pick I okay. So I st- ever think everybody starts out as playing Kirby. Kirby's kind Kirby, of the, yeah. Kirby's kind of the easy. Like when you get thrown off the map, he just floats his way on back onto the map, and and like it pisses people off. But you know, we're at this point like seven or eight, nine years old. Uh, we got Kirby's kind of the handicapped pick. Um, once I got a little bit better, you know, I would pick Fox. Fox is still who I would pick. Yeah. Um, or Captain Falcon. You see, yeah, Captain Falcon was definitely... Um, and I didn't even know what game he was from at that point. Like, I had heard of, you know, Star Fox. Star Fox, I yeah. knew Kirby Land, Kirby, all that I think stuff. that's why I picked him is because I loved Star Fox. Dude, he, uh, and we'll talk about that game later. Yeah. Um, but if, you, if one of your friends picked Ness, they were either... Very, very good, or they were just like it was a troll pick. Clueless, yeah. But yeah, if you were good with Ness, like you ran the table. Yeah, that could be a tricky one. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's the thing is if you didn't know how to utilize like their kind of specialties, yeah, then you're fucked. Because um, if you if you remember correctly, Ness, when he would fall off the map, you would have to use that little like tracking Yep. Uh, like yo yo looking thing to hit you in the back, <laughs> and it was like if you miss that thing, you're dead. And so I tried to play with him all the time. I'd just get my ass beat. Um, here's so we're gonna go one and two here. Okay. Uh, and people think one is better than the other one, uh, and I, I can't really, I can I can agree or disagree. So, we and we can make it agree agree or disagree. Do you think Diddy Kong Racing or Mario Kart? Which one is better? <clears throat> Mario Kart. See, I didn't really play Diddy Kong Racing, but I've heard the people that played it think it's the best out of the two yeah it was yeah i did i, I did it, enjoy it a whole lot but for me it was just being loyal to that that day one mario kart yeah. kind of experience yeah. um and who did you pick in that um dude i feel like i'd always end up with peach really Your like brother like, would make like you, yeah yeah it was one of those things well there's only four controllers you can there's like <laughs> eight drivers you don't have to end up with peach no i know it, I got to be where like I do de- somewhat decent, um, and yeah. it was kind of that. Good. It was kind of that underdog feeling. Yeah, of like, why would you pick? You know, well, she's really good. And then when you win with Peach, everybody's like, "Fuck this guy." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I picked Toad. Toad was my my yeah. guy. The thing that I didn't like about Toad though is when you would. Did you ever play the battle where you could like you had the three balloons and? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, my brother and I played that. Quite Dude, a bit. Yeah. oh, I fucking love that. So, but the only thing about that is. Is when you played uh, with Toad in that, if you ran into somebody, you would always lose a balloon, no matter what. It didn't matter who it was, since Toad was the smallest character. Right. He would lose a balloon. It was and so just that would too piss much, me off. Yeah, too much weight there. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, it was kind of a handicap, but uh, Toad was just awesome. And I love the noises he makes when you, like, wahoo, wahoo. <laughs> oh you know that, what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I'd be clicking that the whole time. Yeah. Uh, hey, that's pretty good. Come thanks, on. dude. Okay, so here's two more that I want to <laughs> do, um, and they go hand in hand. But I know a lot of people have a favorite, uh, and it's Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. Goldeneye is kind of like the first person shooter that got brought over to the N64. That yeah. people like. I mean, we played that game. We we played it forever. That was like the biggest staple in our house. We had, um, you know, 
we'd play uh, proximity mines where what you would do is you would just have uh, proximity mines and you would throw them around the the map. Oh yeah. And then, you know, you would try to, uh, figure out where everybody's at and then you would just already be dead. Um, and then, you know, we, we got so good at that game. We had like all the, all the cheat codes, basically like big heads and, you know, like one shot kills. What, what you got? Yeah. Um, when you got the gold PP seven, yeah. um, that was just gold plated. Yeah. Um, that was like, I'm 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 running around at that point, mm-hmm. just like come and come and get me. I remember, <clears throat> excuse me. I remember um, you weren't allowed to pick Odd Job at my house. Do you remember Odd Job? Do you know who that is? He was like the tiny, tiny looking motherfucker that like you could also do a thing where you pressed R, like the right trigger, mm-hmm. and down on the C pad. And if you did that, your guy would crouch. Yeah. So if you did that and you just ran around with the PP7. The golden gun. Yeah. You would just like destroy. So you weren't allowed to have odd job at the house. Like if you picked them, it was kind of cheating, if that makes sense. Because you couldn't see them. Like you'd have somebody picking like Lockjaw or whatever that guy's name is. Or, <laughs> I can't remember that guy's name. Lockjaw is probably not it. Probably not. Probably not. But the, the the game that I think is better, and it was made by the same people, um, is Perfect Dark. Did you ever play that? Uh, not as much, not as much, dude. I when I tell you, Golden Eye, like I could not, yeah, it could not be replaced. Right, we um, played, we played it nonstop. I'm not gonna lie to you, we played, we played Golden Eye like forever. I think that was the game we played probably the most of. Um, but then Perfect Dark kind of came in at the very end of the N64's like shelf life. Yeah, and me and my middle brother played that a lot. Now my older brother was kind of over it by that point, but we would play. And the cool thing about Perfect Dark, there was a lot of cool things, but uh, I'll name a couple. One was every gun had two different modes to it. So, like, what you would do is you'd have, like, this machine gun, and you'd hold the B button, and it would switch to a different mode. Mm. And it was called the laptop gun, and you could throw it on the wall, and it would basically be, like, a, a turret for you, like a sentry turret. Right. And so, like, you could throw a gun on the wall, and then have another gun, you know, and then, like, it could basically, like, cover your six while you're, like, in a room or something. Yeah. No, that that was a cool feature. Yeah. Uh, because you... Okay. So, if we're going there, part of that, I feel like, is when camping, like, mm-hmm. really, like, exploded. Um, yeah. In a way, because, like, you you could sit, have that, yeah, and and feel like... Okay, nobody's going to come from yeah. this, you know, hallway behind me. Right. You know. And then there was a gun where uh, it could see through walls. Uh, it was a sniper, and you changed it to that mode where it would see through walls, and you could just take people out through walls. So you would have, you know, the sentry gun thrown up on the wall. Then you'd have, I can't, I think it's called the far side or something like that. You switch it to that mode, and then you're just shooting people through walls, and you're just, like, unstoppable at that point. Yeah. The other cool thing about Perfect Dark was is that it was co-op. So you could go through, you know, the main campaign. Like in GoldenEye, you had to play single player. In Perfect Dark, it was co-op, so you could play with... In the campaign. Yeah, yeah. in yeah. the campaign you yeah. could play. And then it had other challenges where you could... And it was that was one other one of my favorite things was you could play against uh, robots, like AI. Yeah. And you couldn't do that in GoldenEye. Like you could, you could do it in the campaign and they, you know, you knew where they're all at, you know what I mean? 
Right. But in, uh, in multiplayer, you, in like, multiplayer, yeah. you could have like you and your brother versus like 10 AIs. Exactly. And that's what I loved. It, the, the, it just had more to do, but GoldenEye was also, also, I mean, it just changed it. What's up? Um, yeah. Did you ever play Doom? Uh, I actually didn't. I never played Doom, but I know. I mean, I, I played the newer ones since. Okay, because that that this that whole lane kind of jogged me to. Uh, yeah. Did to you guys have Doom? Doom? Yeah. Um, it wasn't like you know, it wasn't a staple yeah. like some of the other games were, but it's probably a blockbuster rental. Yeah, uh, we played it quite a bit, also. Um, but I know you got a list, so let's yeah. run through that. Um, another one I've got is uh. I, I, I'm then my neighbor had this one, Donkey Kong 64. Absolutely. Yeah. That one was sick. So you had like what four play four characters that you could pick and they all had different specials to them. I I just watched him play it and it looks bad like just badass, but I never I never played it myself, you know. When, you know sometimes when you would go over to your friend's house and they wouldn't let you have play. Oh have watch. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the game Dude, for me. I had yeah, I had a, a buddy and he was that way with Zelda. Like Yeah. If we were at his house, because he was, you know, doing his thing like, yeah. on his career. Uh, that was the, uh, that's the next two games I want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to know which one of these two you liked more. So, Orcarina of Time or Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask. And one of the reasons why we're having this, this talk is because the new Zelda game came out. And people were going crazy with it. People were, like, killing NPCs like in very creative and sadistic ways, which is kind of I see it all the time on my timeline. And we haven't gotten to play it yet, but that is like just people go. You give them a little bit, and they just can make so much cool stuff with that game. And I know that sounds creepy, but they do a lot of other cool things with it instead of just like killing people. But yeah, which well, one of those two? So I was seven, and um, Ocarina of Time was like probably what I. What I went for. Yeah. That was my brother's. So Casey, my middle brother, uh, he loved Ocarina of Time. And once he was a little bit older, that's when Majora's Mask came out. And, you know, I would kind of watch him play that. But then I would play Majora's Mask. So Majora's Mask was kind of mine. Okay. And I liked it. I just, I, it, it's, it's probably out of those two, I know a lot of people put Ocarina of Time above it. But Majora's Mask, I liked, uh, do you remember how it had like three days where... You had to, there was like a festival that was going on and you had to uh, get everything done in three days. Yeah. If you didn't, you had to play like the song of time and go back in time yeah. and then try to restart and they would give you your items, but you would lose all your money and all that kind of stuff. It was, it was pretty frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. But I really liked that mechanic. Like I liked the idea that, you know, on day one or whatever, you know, you have all these NPCs and they were doing different things, but on day two, they were in different areas or yeah see and that was the game that my buddy wouldn't let me play Ooh, so when i went to his house so yeah um, dude that i loved that one that one's one yeah. of my favorite um i've got like two more okay and one of these is or i've got three more did you guys play mario party yeah yeah all the time yeah mario party that was we got dude we like if we went to a friend's house or something yeah typically that was one of the games that was that was always just played we played that me and my brothers played that constantly. It would be us three, and then like a computer would be the fourth player. Yeah, and uh, we would always pick the same characters. You know, I was Luigi. Uh, my oldest brother was Donkey Kong, and then uh, I'd take Donkey Kong. Yeah, typically. Yeah. And then my middle brother was uh, Yoshi. 
So like we all like, and then we'd always probably pick Wario or Peach. Those were the two we always kind of shit on. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, we did probably be between Goldeneye and Mario Party. Those were the top two we probably played. Did you play Banjo Kazooie? I didn't. I didn't. I don't know. <sighs> I know. Brother, people, I know a lot of people played that game. I didn't um, play it. We'll finish off the list. Okay. Uh, well, I've I may... got two more. It's okay. Uh, and then one I don't think you've played, and I'll I'll talk to that last. But Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah. That was, yeah. dude. That would you couldn't like. I would get yelled at for playing that game too much. That um, was the best game. It yeah. really was. They, uh, we, we had to ride a celebrity in third grade, and like just what about whatever. <laughs> and I tried. This was before it came out. Uh, I wrote Tony Hawk, and I was like, "Hey, I really like you. You did the nine hundred. Remember? Uh, <laughs> can you sign a copy of Tony Hawk Pro Skater three and send it to me?" And I didn't get anything, but. You know, that just shows how much of an impact that, that like, skate culture and that game had on my life. I loved that game. Yeah. Like, I loved... I was supposed to be taking the trash out or doing something, and <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, I I was Tony in. Yeah. yeah. They they had some, like, great level design. Uh, just everything about that game was incredible. The, the soundtrack... Dude, that, that was it for me, too. It was, the soundtrack. It was equal to the playing, was just listening to the music. Here it, I am. Yeah, yeah, dude, that changed my life. Superman or whatever that song's called. Yeah, it changed my life. Yeah, uh, the last one I want to talk about, and then you, we can do some honorable mentions. Was uh, Conquer's Bad for a Day? Did you ever play that? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't play oh, that. Dude, dude, uh, is your hair growing out, or, or is that a? It's just probably. It is. Okay. It's just sometimes it gets stuck underneath the hat and just comes down. I try to find <laughs> out. I saw uh, that. No, but Conquer's Bad for a Day. It's about. It's kind of what B's going through right now. So it's about this squirrel that wakes up hungover and he doesn't know where he's at. He's lost his keys. He doesn't know where his home's at. And you got to get him home. That's basically the whole premise of the game. Premise of the game. And he it's the first M-rated game for N64. And so I didn't I didn't get it when I was younger. I got it when I was like in middle school. And dude, it is the best game. It is so funny. It's like you know, adult humor, all this kind of stuff. If you haven't ever played it or, you know, have played all these other games and never heard of Conker's Bad Fur Day, Bad Fur Day, I always say it wrong, but uh, it's the best one there is. It's, and he, he was a driver in Diddy Kong Racing. Oh, okay. He was one of the, had the drivers. They didn't really give him a backstory and he's like this cute little lovable character, but then he's got his own game and it's like adult. It's really funny. What's some games you got for me? So, um, Blitz. Oh, dude, how did I forget that one? Um, I was kind of making notes here of games that weren't on the list. So yeah. Blitz, dude, okay, about the time, because we had a bunch of neighborhood kids, and they were yeah. all older than me. Um, and one thing that, like, got me into that, like, whole clique of hanging out with the older kids was I fucking wrecked on Blitz. Blitz is so fun. Um, so Blitz was uh, definitely... Blitz 2000. Definitely, uh, when you could get get on fire and like with the sacks and all that kind of stuff. Oh and, yeah, um, but then would so, you hold on one second? And Blitz at the beginning when it would like you have that like fifteen seconds to put in codes. Oh you yeah, just like yeah, tap yeah. as many yeah, buttons as possible. Madman, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, dude, and that was like what got me through. Um, the other game, uh, well, there's a couple that weren't mentioned. Um, some Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um. We messed around on that a little bit. See, we had a Sega Genesis, 
and we played yep. on that. So yeah. I, I don't think we had it for the N64. I actually didn't even know it came out for the 64. Um, And then it was I got one a little more. bit later, but WWF. Yeah, that was on this list. I didn't know if you had played it. That The only thing I didn't like about that game is you had to use the D-pad on the left instead of the controller. It was a different configuration, yeah. which I, I do want to say... Um, if you like, because we had been playing N64 for at least five years, yeah, plus, um, when some of these games started coming out, yeah, so yeah, it was kind of do, a left field thing, yeah. And you would, I wouldn't, I wasn't used to it, which is weird because, like, now, I mean, you look at the evolution of that with controllers, yeah. um, it, it's you're like used to that, yeah. Now, yeah. Um, and, and I think it was they weren't used like uh, the 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 little the joystick hadn't really caught on just yet, and so some games were kind of shying away from it and using the D pad. And but you could only use the D pad in that. The other game was 1080 snowboarding. Yeah, that's um, a good one. which came out, and that was of course before like you know PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah. Um, and we were singing a song earlier, um, but uh, the It's Tricky song. Yeah. Uh, which which came out. Did that after come out that. in that song? That's Tricky? Um, it could just, have been another game yeah, yeah, that it was, was attached to. I think it was a little bit later. Yeah. But um, it, maybe it was that game. Yeah. Um, that's a great one. Either way, um, dude, I, I, think, I think that really summed up like a lot of my childhood right yeah. there. Last one I'll say is Pokemon Stadium. And Pokemon Snap. Yeah. Uh, they were great little one-off games. I never really played Pokemon Stadium, but uh, later in life, you know, a lot of my friends, like, we would sit down and have tournaments and stuff just to just to do it. But anyway, yeah, that's just to give you a little recap of uh, what the 90s was like for you Gen Zs out, Gen Zers out there. You guys were still, like, sucking your thumbs or whatever. Uh, the N64 is what kind of put gaming on the map. And I know there's other games, but made it more uh, mainstream. A hundred percent. And like I say, I stand by, um, didn't matter if you'd played a lot or a little, right. you, you could, ha you could enjoy it. Yeah. Um, so we'll be back. Uh, when we come back, we got a music section. We're going to throw in some, uh, artists. Uh, so stick with us. All right, cool. Well, we are uh, we're gonna jump into a little bit of music. Jump right into it. Hell yeah. Um, okay. So I just wanted to do so. I mean, it's uh, Asian American Pacific American Heritage Month. So I just wanted to do a couple of that uh, like demographic of artists. And so um, I thought this guy was well known. I really did. Um, the reason I say that is because I've like kind of talked to some like younger kids about music and stuff and nobody has heard of him but i think he's more i guess people my age know about him more his name's joji have oh, you yeah. ever heard of joji yeah I have. yeah i was about to say i i, I he didn't seem like somebody who i was thought like, he was super big that's what i thought i thought he was you know i see him all the time like he's on the radio too so i yeah. thought they might have known who he was and we were just talking about different kind of music and stuff i'll put it this way if it's in like yeah, I don't know what age bracket that demographic kind of got lost at. Yeah, but he was also he started off as a meme meme rapper too. Um, he was like I, I can't remember the 
the name. I think it was like Pink Guy. Or I'll figure it out while we were listening to the song. But yeah. uh, here's a, a song from him. This one came out right around the pandemic. And this is uh, when I got into him really heavily. Uh, I listened to him through the pandemic. Uh, this is an album that came out and I was really looking forward to called Nectar. Uh, this song was with him and Diplo called, okay. called Daylight. Zero. It's getting needed, so I leave the windows open. Preoccupied with the late night payroll. Right now, laying here alone is heaven. And I've been a hero, helpless. I'm Love it. Yeah, it's always a groove. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I was right. Meme Rapper, he had two, like I said. Uh, Pink Guy is the first one, and then Filthy Frank. Okay. He's always, I've always saw him as, like, a you know, that, that meme, or like, in that pink, uh, like, jump, not jumpsuit, but, like, bodysuit or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's him. It's uh, a, that was a, with Diplo. Yeah. Um, dude, Diplo's been, I mean, all different features. Yeah. Um, and... He's he's been giving it to the right people. Uh, like, I know that people shit on DJ Khaled, but for a while, you know, DJ Khaled kind of had that same sauce where he would he'd find a beat, he knew who to give it to, and you know that song would blow up. Yeah, Diplo, uh, he makes his own music. Dude, DJ I mean, Khaled never did, I don't think. Yeah. Um, and Diplo, like, dude, I, he's linked up with Co Wetzel, Parker yeah. McCollum. I mean, all different yeah, other genres too. Genres yeah. and really yeah. exploded so joji's from uh japan or he's born in japan i think he lives here now but uh yeah i've, I've loved joji for a long time um i like his baritone voice a lot like that's kind of um my like voice range i guess a little bit and so that's kind of if i was going to recreate music now like I, he would be a huge inspiration for me well um, he's got that voice that like you can throw on for a lot of different moves yeah. that you're in yeah um whether you need to be kind of, uh, you know, refreshed, uh, you know, you could wake up to that in the morning. You could you could put it on late night, yeah. hanging out, chilling, vibing, um, or while you're driving. You know, there's a lot of different, and I think that that's awesome uh, to have that ability yeah. as an artist uh, because not everybody has that. Right. The last thing I want to say about him is uh, his visual, like, music video his art visual art or whatever um is incredible it's like next level so if you have if you do know joji and you have only listened to his music and haven't heard his seen his music videos go watch him if you for the first time like listening about him go watch his music videos they're like completely next level it's like some a24 shit absolutely you know what i'm talking about absolutely. so let's get into uh your artist yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna switch gears um Singer-songwriter, uh, Ben Danaher, he is a absolute just 
super, super down-to-earth guy. Um, I was scrolling through Facebook um, two days ago. Um, He was on a Facebook. He was on a live. Um, He just dropped a new record. Um, It came out just a few days ago. It came out on the 19th. Um, And this is a track off that record. Uh, I've heard him play live before. And um, he's somebody I look up to. Um, His songwriting is... I mean, it, it'll make you stop and think. I'm going to look at the lyrics while we play this song. Um, so it's been down here. Uh, uh, yeah, this one's down here. Resurrection came out this year. Call it overexposure. Call it what you will. There's things I've gotten over that have been known to kill. And there ain't no silver bullet, there ain't no magic pill. You just fall and fall and fall and fall until it's all downhill. But I've been down before. Those keys are nice. He's got a little bit of like a um, southern bluegrass feel to him a little bit. I don't know if that makes sense in the in like, but he's got like a '60s like kind of like. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, he's got uh, he's got soul. He's got grit. Um, he's got he's got a little bit of everything really um, when it comes to being a singer songwriter. Um, and I mean, he opens up for Aaron Lewis out on the road okay. um, regularly. Um, he's he, he's got a sweet gig there. He's got that. But, he's got the voice we like. You know, he's got. I mean, he sounds Grady Spencer. We had him on a couple weeks ago. He's got that. You know, like just the voice you can listen to for a, forever. You know, I said he's he can read the phone book. You know what I mean? And oh yeah. Got to be getting into that. Um, yeah. Um, I, does he play as well, or is he like? Guitar, obviously. Yeah, he plays guitar. He plays solo. Like, he, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He'll go out in front of a, a you know a huge auditorium arena and just him and his guitar, baby. Just and dude, he's got the catalog um, that will it will tear you apart if you listen to. I mean, some of his songs. Um, I don't often get like. To the point of tears. Yeah. Uh, but this dude, he he knows what to do with uh is he, with his voice and guitar to like really bring that and emote that. I mean, he's got a song. Um, it's it's you know he's talking. It, I'll put it this way: anything that you've struggled or fought through in yeah. life, he's got songs for that. He's got songs about being down and out, like. Yeah. Um, but dude, that's what I get down to. Are those like th- kind of that vein? Yeah. 
Um, so they, they but it makes you want to mm, makes you want to get up, up and do you know yeah yeah it's uh I mean it, that sounded like it was he was kind of hitting rock bottom in a sense like it just says it's downhill from here you go fall fall and fall and fall like just downhill from here yeah it's a little bit like a concept album of resurrection yeah right okay. so uh, and again that just dropped on the nineteenth of this month so nice. uh, it's fresh go check it out. Nice. All right. So this next one, um, this is a group. So it's a lot of artists that came together. Um, and Joji's one of the artists, so I wanted to kind of feature them as well. Called 88 Rising. Um, they've been around for a while. Uh, they had a, a, a track that came out um, probably right around the same time. Uh, actually, about a year before uh, Nectar came out. And um, it's just like a summer groove. It really is. It's called uh, Midsummer Madness. Um, and... This is a song that I used to listen to on repeat. So we're going to listen to, Joji's got the first, uh, he's got the chorus. So he's kind of like the hook guy. Right. And then you've got, um, I want to hear the first verse, okay? So we're going to play this one out a little bit, and I want you, I want to hear what you think about it, okay? Sounds good. Last night I lost all my patience You were fucked up I was wasted Summer madness, I can't take it no more, no more. Fuck the Make it make sense, I can't hide a heart in the black tent, I You were off the bullshit and the tablets Under 21, both savage All these blurry nights feel the same to me Heart full of hate, no vacancy Only when you're gonna blame when it's over Can't look me in my eyes when you're sober Hey, I'm the one you call when you're feeling low Running up a check just to help you cope I just wanna live in the moment you just wanna fight cause you're lonely Trying to see a million then be really up Rockstar crash in my Billy truck You need all my love You've got all my love Last Yeah, that's good Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, again, it's got emotion to it uh, Dude, I mean, can't look me in the eyes when you're sober Yeah um, he's got some good lines there. The layering of that, I'm a I'm a big sucker for for how that's done, yeah, tastefully. Um, and the the vocal drops in there, I really I really like it. Um, yeah, it's good. They're all um, you know, Pacific or Asian Americans. Uh, they they just came together as a group. I think they're all kind of famous on their own right, and they're just like friends and homies, and they're just like, hey, let's let's cut a cut an album together, and that's what they did, and that was the the big single. It's got Rich Brian on there, which I don't know if you know who that yeah, is. He used to yeah. be called Rich Chiga, which then he that became problematic. Yeah. Like why he named himself that. But right. He's got a verse at the end of that song, and then uh one song is in, totally in Japanese. It's very good. Um the, I like the I yeah. like the first I like, mean, in, verse and hook. You can hear that influence. Um yeah. kind of the background has got that mandolin kind of guitar a little bit. Yeah. Um and I don't know exactly what was in use on that track um i've seen different variations of what they do in the studio with that um but to get those in that mix um yeah. dude it really came across well yeah 
Um, and he, yeah, he's he's kind of the hook guy, like I said on that song. Um, I w- he I wish he would rap more because he does in other uh, songs that he has. He has like similar to what that and I, I I'm I don't know who that guy was that was in the first verse. I think it might be August eighty, but I might be wrong about that. That could be the guy that has the Japanese verse at the end. But um, when Joji does verses like that, like that's when he's in his pocket a lot. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? when, well, you, you, when it's like that harmony kind of like, and Drake does it too a lot, well, they'll sing their rap verse. Yeah. And uh, that that does something to me, like down, Dude, I mean, down I, in my loins. I'm still hearing that like harp synth going on. Like, yeah. I mean, um, it, it really suits the style. Uh, so I'm yeah. a fan. I hadn't heard that song before. You haven't? Like yeah. It. It's good. It's a, it's a good little midnight. It's, it's called Midsummer Madness. So obviously, I mean, it's a little bit too early to be playing it, right? We're, we're, not, we're at the there. beginning of summer. We're getting there. But, you know, Midsummer would be it. Um, other than that, you got anything for us, Tommy? Man, um, 40 episodes in, can't believe it. Yeah. Uh, just want to thank everybody uh, who's tuning in. Hey, yeah, pat yourself on the back real quick. We appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, Certainly. Um, okay, shut up. Thank you. Uh, we got a growing base, man. Yeah. Um, we're going to be rolling out um, some merch um, pretty soon. Yeah. Um, so that's in the works. We've got some sponsorships in the works. Yeah. Um, if you're a business or you are a business owner and you might be interested, uh, we'd love to hear from you and see if we'd be a good fit. Yeah. Um, we, we've been a little lazy. I mean, not lazy in the sense, but we've been pretty busy on our own. So independent uh, independently busy (laughs) and so uh we've we've been wanting to bring out some merch and some uh some stickers obviously uh and uh now we're going to be having like the opportunity to kind of start rolling that out so yeah keep a keep an eye out for that um tommy where can they find us yeah wherever you stream uh wherever you're on socials um it's at post hump day um again i'm tommy desalt i'm kellen king we'll see you on the other side